0: Hey, it's Karen. Here's a little soundbite from today's show. But I just want to say, Corby is super funny. And you'll learn a lot on the show about psychic mediums and the whole process and her history. So have a listen
1: to the whole show. But for now, listen to this.
0: Yeah, I
1: do the examined life. This is happening to me and I hate it, but I have to go through it. Right. First question is, what can I learn from it? Second one for me specifically is, How can I teach with it? And the final answer is next. Mm. Go on with your life. Don't stay stuck in the old story.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Connectedness Podcast. Just as you might have guessed, I talk about connection and connectedness on this podcast. Our connection with everything in the world around us. Whether you see it or not, we're all connected. And it doesn't matter if it's our dog our cat, our God, our body, and I'll also talk about some more abstract connections like our career or our land, our community, our emotions, your body. Life is all about connection. So the sooner we recognize that, the sooner we can have an easier, more meaningful life. I will talk about these connections through different lenses, things like synchronicities and coincidences or just everyday little bits of magic and miracles that we we usually dismiss. It's really important that we pay attention to all of this so we can live an easier, more meaningful life. So welcome to the show, I'm your host, Karen Cleveland. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Super happy to have you here. I have a really special guest today. I'm super excited to talk to her. Uh, a certified tarot master, psychic medium, teacher, and ordained minister, Corby Midlight has been reading for 50 years and is a full time intuitive counselor with clients worldwide. Robert Schwartz features her work as a channel and past life expert in his breakthrough series on karma and pre birth planning your soul's plan, your soul's gift, and your soul's love. As an author, her self-help volume, Clean Out Your Life's Closet, encourages you to write your own story of change based on your history, your life experiences, and your personal goals. Her books, The Psychic Yellow Brick Road, and You've Got the Magic, Who Needs a Genie, deal with how to use psychic counseling wisely and be a successful part of the holistic expo community from the professional side of the aisle. Corby's abilities include tarot, oracle card readings, spiritual intuitive counseling, past life retrieval and analysis, mediumship, and spirit guide conferences, which uh, include speaking with one's soul or higher self. So fantastic to read that. Welcome to the show, Corby. It's great to be here, Karen. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So before we dive into some specific questions and about your books Mm -hmm. a little bit later, why don't you tell me how you got on this path or tell my listeners what led you into (laughs) this realm?
1: That's the 30-second elevator speech. When I was (laughs) nine, I read a book called The Witch Family by Eleanor Estes, and I thought, ooh, there's magic in the world. I want to go find it. Fast forward to 1973 when I was a senior in high school. That's the year Live and Let Die came out. And I went to Spencer Gifts and bought the James Bond 007 tarot deck because we were all hippies. You had your elephant bell bottoms, your David Crosby fridge jacket, and your deck. Five years later, everyone else had moved on to roller skates and disco balls. I was still reading the cards. I found them fascinating. So for 20 years, read for friends, making sure that I was a clear messenger, kept my ego on the shelf. All of a sudden, in the early 90s, I could do hands-on healing and talk to dead people with no training. That's when the universe handed me my draft notice and said, hello, you're working for us. So I did it part-time, meanwhile, with a very checkered career, actress, author, inspirational speaker, video producer, legal assistant, writer for the graphic novel series ElfQuest, executive recruiter. But 9-11, as we watched the towers burn, Mm. I looked at my husband and I said, I need to do the work full-time. People mm. need to know there are other answers out there. He said, I believe in you. Go do it. Since then, six days a week, 14 hours a day. I read about a thousand people a year and I get to get up in the morning. I don't have to get up in the morning. That's key. Wow.
0: That's fantastic. So you have been doing it for a very long time.
1: Since Moses and- was in diapers, yes.
0: <laughs> so you, um, And it was all self-taught. You haven't had a mentor through the process?
1: Uh, For a very short time, I had someone who did mediumship, but my style is extremely different from hers. So I'd say, yeah, this is all school of hard knocks and digging deep. Do you mind explaining a little bit what your style is? Not at all. It's nothing I invented. It's what my guides want to do. Yeah, I don't just fish because it's too easy to fool you. I see a woman in a flower dress handing a rose its grandma. Oh, please. So I get their dog tags. For instance, my father, Jerome Richard Dorkin, who died in 2001 at the age of 80. Notice that tells me nothing, but gets me right into the energy. And then I let my guides play charades. This mm-hmm. meant they smoked. This meant there was an accident. This meant there could be surgery. And it's always like that. That way we can get things absolutely pinpoint for my clients. And as soon as they say, yep, that's Aunt Rose, I open the door and they can talk to them directly. I remind them that I'm not dial-a-dead. If Aunt Rose is on a field trip, she won't be by the phone.
0: Wow. Okay. So you um, you dial right in and you say they talk to them directly. So they're talking through mm-hmm. you? Yes. Um,
1: the story that I often tell, and I'll tell the clean version, about why I will not do mediumship in a gallery. This was in upstate New York many years ago. There was a biracial same gender couple. The black partner had died and her white widow wanted to speak to her. Now, see this face? Cherry Hill, New Jersey, 1960s, I grew (laughs) up with manners. But what came floating out of my mouth in flawless urban ebonics is language that should not come out of this face. And I went, oh my God. But the woman in front of me was laughing and nodding because those two sentences were how her partner, Isabel, greeted her walking into the house after every business trip. Oh. So I don't censor, uh-huh. but it's why I will not do it in public because to me, mediumship, when it's a conversation, a healing thing is intensely private. I'll do past life galleries because I can pull past lives down like that. But no, mediumship is a gift and a private thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned those two sentences that came out of your mouth. Have you been surprised at other times by what comes out of your mouth or what you find out?
1: Well, I haven't been appalled. (laughs) I was appalled on that one. But you know you're channeling correctly when you hear what you said later and you go, that couldn't have come out of this face perfect example is I was channeling a woman's higher self, her soul for her, doing the work for Robert Schwartz on a chapter about abortion and miscarriage. Mm. And when the book came out, I called Rob. I said, Rob, I could not have said this. He said, do you want to listen to the recording? And I go, wow!" Because what the channeled higher self was telling her was the exact opposite that I believe and feel about abortion miscarriage. Okay. Okay. All right. So that tells me that it was her people speaking and i wasn't getting in the way
0: okay so i just made a connection in my head so if i'm having you do some kind of a reading for me that's not um you know not one of my dead relatives you're connecting with my higher
1: self is that right i uh, that is one thing i could yes i do your spirit guides and your angels i i kid and i say people come to me for four things the everyday tour bus House, car, job, kids, finances. Okay, gotcha, put me here. What the hell? Who was I in 1642 Belgium? I want to know past lives. (laughs) I want to speak to my uh, spirit guide, Binky, or house dead aunt Mabel. Um, And yes, I've done stand-up comedy about you think a psychic's life is easy. There is nothing that takes away from the psychic work in terms of humor. Sometimes it gets people to lower their shields and they'll listen better. Yeah, But yes, I can talk to their higher self if the higher self decides to come in. I see. Okay, That is a much tougher channeling than someone who's passed over. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. It's one of the reasons when I do soul plane readings, which take me about 12 hours of deep trance work on a Tuesday, which includes talking to my client's higher self. I'm a crispy critter on Wednesday and that's my day off.
0: That's fascinating. I'm always very interested about, you know, this connection and how people do it. Because all psychic mediums are not the same, right? You have different styles or... Mm-hmm. And, like
1: doctors. Yeah. You don't expect a pulmonologist who's a lung specialist to check the rash on your arm. That's a dermatologist. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's important when kids are just coming into the biz to tell them you do not have to be perfect at everything Mm. when you accept your draft notice from the universe it goes rifling in your internal file cabinet to see what you got me theater major at brand university acted in new york so i understand character arts words are my jug of choice i'm a writer i can tell the stories and i have adored history since i was a wee thing in single digits you put all that together what are my master tools tarot and oracle cards for storytelling and past life retrieval but don't ask me to do spirit art because i can't draw a uh, <laughs> picture of a stick figure with a sharp pencil and a lot of prayer it's just not
0: in there do you do you receive information in pictures though or is it words oh i see it like a movie okay i see it like when i do past lives i see it exactly like a movie uh-huh yeah if only you could project that movie Word
1: without because you would then have to like translate it or um but i can i can and see that's where the the love of history comes in there are other people who are very good at getting past lives you know i'm not saying i'm the only one right but if you show the two of us the exact same vision they don't have the historical background i do they'll wow. say well it's a long skirt and a picture hat it's in front of something very ornate i guess it's europe i'd be able to go that's a hobble skirt, picture hat, that kind of ostrich feather. She's standing in front of the Brandenburg Gate. So this is Berlin in 1911 or 1912. Yeah, that, that's
0: helpful. That's probably integral yes. in that process. So yes. if I were to have a past life retrieval
1: reading, how long <laughs> is that? Like, you know, hour, two Depends hours. on what you, uh, no, 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 not at all. Um, remember, you're not doing the work when okay. I do the retrieval. But okay. I don't, you don't just sit in front of me and think, Tell me some past lives. I'm not an amusement park. <laughs> you have an obsession, a phobia. Oh, okay. A, a place or a person. Example: at uh, a psychic fair, a woman came to me and said, My son's 29. He still won't make any decisions without my input. He won't live more than a mile away from me. What's going on? Yeah. So I took a minute to go upstairs and I said, Okay, I'm seeing Utah Beach in 1944. So this is D-Day. Your son is a soldier on the beach with a lot of shrapnel damage in one leg. You're his commanding officer. You crawl over the dune, you grab him, you pull him into safety, you take some shrapnel too, but you both live. And I open my eyes and she says, can you see my rank? I go, yeah, you were sergeant. She goes, he's called me sergeant since he was three years old and we've never known why. Oh my gosh. That's when past lives. Do not come to me and say I must have been ambling because I can't wear turtlenecks because I'll march you right back out the door. <laughs>
0: Wow, and do you find that people have the same uh uh how do I say this or do you call them souls? So like those people, they have the same relationships, not the same relationships, but they have relationships. They hang out with the
1: same peeps. Yes, yeah. For instance, um, my father was my best friend. In fact, we shared a birthday. This lifetime, most lives, he comes in same generation as my best friend, but when we were doing our pre birth planning, my people and his people i knew i would need a best friend for a father because of Mm. the other things i was planning and that soul agreed with my soul yes we'll play those roles
0: okay okay you mentioned earlier when new kids are coming into the biz do you do teaching or
1: mentoring or anything like that i try to but i don't it's not like a year-long program um (laughs) one of the things that i always did when i was on the road Is I would find whoever the rookies were at a psychic fair and expo. I'd introduce myself. I'd bring them to my table. I'd let them ask questions. I'd give them copies of all the paperwork I did, the rack cards, the business stuff. Nice. The only thing I ever said was, you can't use the words, but the designs, sure, get your ideas. I see. And that's why I wrote the book, You've Got the Magic Who Needs a Genie. Why should they reinvent? I mean, 18 years. 45 weekends a year on the road. My nickname was the travel channel. I did all this already. Here, learn from this. And there are certain sections in there called Corby Gets Candid that are things that you wouldn't think about unless you've experienced them. One of them is I have a sign up sheet. Even though it's just like name, birthday, email, I make sure that the person that I'm reading writes it themselves unless they are handicapped. The reason is many years ago, I did a reading in London, Ontario for a young man, 192021. 21. He wasn't happy with it. The next day I found an anonymous death threat on my table, but we were able to match up the handwriting with the signing sheet. I handed it over to the police and they took care of it. Oh, Just because we believe that this business is wonderful and healing, doesn't mean that the rest of the universe sees it all as roses glitter and unicorn farts. I'm sorry, I yeah. don't. This is a business. There is competition. Uh there is difficulty sometimes with clients. And you have to go into it realizing this is part of the world you're going to enter. Yeah. This is how to stay safe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good plan. What if someone is out there who thinks they have some kind of a gift, but they don't really know? So they're not already as far as doing readings for people, but they think they're getting information.
1: Well, uh, there are lots and lots of books that I recommend. Uh, One of them, do I even have it here or did I put it? Nope. Put it away. Uh, Opening to Channel by Sanaya Roman and Dwayne Packer is how I learned. Um, I also do... Uh, readings that I call the rookie sessions. If you know you want to do this work and you're not sure and you're kind of paddling around the kiddie pool, you do an hour with me. We discuss what's your background, what do you love, what are you drawn to, what are you afraid of, and we get you at the starting block with some direction. Mm -hmm. As far as teaching goes, one of my favorite courses is called Decadence. I can teach anybody, anybody, how to read a non-tarot deck immediately upon picking it up within three hours the reason i don't do tarot is because tarot has so many rules and regs and traditions that's a separate thing and people get nervous Mm. but an oracle deck that they can do yeah and for people who want to learn with me on a regular basis i have a patreon group and it's you know not thousands of different tiers it's one or two we meet once sometimes twice a month I teach, I bring in really fabulous teachers that I know. And it is, when you have a group, my nestlings is what I call them. Then you also build support for each other. Right. Perfect example. One woman just found out her five-year-old was neurodivergent on the uh, autism scale. One of the other people, her son has just started college and she's already done that route for 18 years. They bonded, they're working together. How did they meet? Both of them want to learn yeah. from me, so you yeah. never know what kind of gift is going to be there.
0: Yeah, that that support is really important. I I'm so I'm actually um, an animal communicator. I'm not. I don't practice a lot right now, mm-hmm. and being in com- community with other animal communicators is really important mm-hmm. when. You know, you need to talk about it. So, Do you think you have fundamentally changed from when you started to where you are now? I mean, it's, I know it's been a long process, so I'm sure things are different, but fundamentals? Look at the face, Karen.
1: (laughs) Well, you have to, you have to, because unless you are willing to grow and change, throw away things that block you in order to be the best channel, For light and information, you'll just be a one trick pony. Yeah. So, I mean, in my life, I've gone through three bouts of breast cancer, two divorces, poverty, abuse, rape, you name it. But I don't say poor me and I don't stay stuck in that story. Yeah. I do the examined life. This is happening to me and I hate it, but I have to go through it. Right. First question is what can I learn from it? Second one for me specifically is. How can I teach with it? And the final answer is next. Mm. Go on with your life. Next. Don't stay stuck in the old story. So yes, I've had to change.
0: I I like that. I like that you include the how can I teach from it because a lot of people. I mean, I guess not everyone's a teacher, but for those that are, that's mm-hmm. an important part, I suppose. And next, yes, next, yes. So let's talk a little bit about your book, the Psychic Yellow Brick Road. Um, okay. How to find the real wizards and avoid the flying monkeys. And avoid monkeys.
1: the flying monkeys. Right here.
0: Aha. <laughs> uh-huh, um, nice. So yeah, tell me about this book.
1: This book was birthed in Canada. Um, It was a 250-person psychic fair, and no matter how good the promoters are, they can't vet everybody when it's that big. Right. And there was one of the fake gypsies up there. You know, the jingling jewelry and the headscarf and the bad accent, and there you are. So uh, one of the attendees was walking down the aisle, just kind of investigating all of this. I was right across from the gypsy. She runs out, grabs this woman's arm. Mm. This is called hooking. And it's as bad as the other kind of hooking. Yeah. And she goes, you no need to pay 30, 40, 50 dollars. I do. Jump on for 10. Drags the woman behind the screen. 20 minutes later, we see that client leaving, crying hysterically. And a bunch of us run over what happened. The oh. gypsy had said, oh, you have a family curse. How I many in your family? Four? You Your dog? $50 every family member. $25 dog, he small, we fixed. And convinced the woman if she didn't burn 400 specially blessed candles in the Roman Catholic Church, I bless real good. Only $1 candle. Her entire family was going to die in a car accident in two weeks, and she bought it. Oh, my gosh. That's why this book is not for people who really wanna learn psychic work. There are 6,000 books out there. Yeah. This book, the example I use is you love sculpture. So you go to an art museum and you admire all the sculpture and you really love learning about it, but you don't wanna come home with a chisel and a block of marble and dig out a camel. Right. That's what this is for. You learn what we can do, what we can't, how to find a good one, what questions to ask, which ones aren't going to help you, how we work, when to run and the last chapter yeah it's about grounding centering and shielding because that's just basic boot camp but i don't care if you never come to me after reading this book that's not its purpose Mm -hmm. its purpose is to keep you safe because if you are comfortable with whatever intuitive counseling you go to all boats rise yeah that simple
0: yeah and
1: are there other books like this or why hasn't this been written? I haven't before? seen one most of the time. If there are books like that, they're saying, and by the way, I'm the only one you should go to. I am so brilliant. Right. Might or I don't stink. Right. And I deliberately did not do that because that's ego, which is I think one of the most dangerous things when you're an intuitive counselor, mm. when it's all about your ego, you are not totally committed to your client. At all. Yeah. If I had been in ego, do you think I would have said what I said during that crazy mediumship thing? No, I would have censored myself, yeah. which would have taken away the thing that was so obviously for Isabel.
0: Right. Right. If I say psychic or I say medium or psychic medium, is there a difference in those? Yeah. Okay. Remember Venn diagrams when we were in yeah. school? <laughs> little. Theater. All right.
1: Yeah. Psychic yeah. mediums are right in the middle. All mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. Again, doctor thing. Okay. All pediatricians are doctors, but not all doctors are pediatricians. Okay. So psychic means we get information other than our five senses. Okay. Mediums talk to dead people. Okay. Channels talk to other upstairs things, not dead people. Oh, okay. Which is why I say I'm a psychic medium and a channel.
0: Upstairs things. (laughs) Upstairs. (laughs) Upstairs, things.
1: <laughs> you know, it, it's, I don't talk around, the, do you talk to the Do you talk to the other side? Yeah, I talk to dead people. So yeah, you know, yeah. um, and to be perfectly honest, the fact that I'm not steeped in glitter and wiki woo means my clients trust me because uh-huh. I'm clearly not trying to put anything over on them. I'm more like sitting with a friend and they listen, right. Right. And that's the important thing. And I don't fortune tell. I show them what their options are and it's their decision.
0: Yeah. I want to get back to the book in a minute, but do mm-hmm. you do readings remotely? Do you do them
1: in person you still? think my clients in Rio de Janeiro want to come to Cobleskill? they she really the count? No. Do, uh, but <laughs> look, that that was what the universe designed for me. Uh-huh. I hated getting off the road. I loved being a Hilton Diamond. It was great fun. Okay. But- The summer of 2019, I got a herniated disc and a pinched nerve, which makes having triplets feel like a tea party. And the doctors then said, your career is toast. You can't be in the car that long anymore. You can't do the load in. And the universe was saying, we've been telling you this. Uh, So I scrambled to get my business online within four months. And what happened in March, 2020, with the advent of the years of murder, hornet, bingo, and hold my beer. All of my friends that only did on the circuit their business tank. Mine's never been better. And I love working at home with a cat snoozing on the cat tree. And I have clients all over the world. Yeah. This is brilliant and perfect. I just needed a clue brick, clue brick yeah. from the universe to get it done.
0: Yeah. It just uh, it happened at the right time, didn't it? Sure.
1: There's Besides, no, no accidents. No. And for people who say, how can you read me? You're not in person. I go, if I could only read you in person, how do you know I'm not reading your body language? right oh yeah so <laughs> you know yeah
0: has there been a re- reaction from other psychics or psychic mediums about the book that you put
1: out they laugh okay and they say oh my god i wish i had this while I was starting because there's a chapter in there that we all find hilarious and it's called when getting a reading won't help and we've all had this thing happen to us <clears throat> does bruce think about me no has he ever thought about me That's the way you want? If I do such and such, will he think about me? No. Well, is he gonna call soon? He isn't. Well, if he isn't gonna call soon, will he call later? And notice they are beating on you Yeah. until they figure they've got you to say, Fong, yes, he loves you and he wants seven babies with you, but he doesn't know it yet. Oh, right. good, I thought so. Right. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this. um right. And, you know, and there are things that are inappropriate. I mean, I've had someone come up to me at a psychic and go, all right, tell me something you couldn't know about me. And if you're right, I'll have a reading. Yeah. I smile. And I say, I'm sorry. I don't roll over and fetch either. And I turn my back and I don't give him a reading. And why you need a front person, taking 15 minutes to grab a sandwich down, a guy leans over my table, pokes at my sandwich and says, you don't need to eat right now. My wife needs a reading. Oh. My front person slid in front. And of course, he was not allowed to be. Very often, we're treated like a burger, a latte, or a car wash, huh. and you can't get offended by that. You just protect yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what about the people that come to you and say, you know, tell me something about me, right? So they've sat down there. Maybe you even still take them online. I don't know. I don't know how your your vetting process works now, but do you
1: get some well of those? when you make a um an appointment with me? There's an intake form to fill out. Okay. So that I have the information to do your numerology. And I say, what are your goals for the session? Oh, okay. If you sit down with me at a psychic fair, I'll say, okay, what's the most important thing you want to get out of your knowing? And if you go blank on me, I'll go Brooklyn on you and say, but darling, what's biting your butt? Cause everyone's got one. And the reason I do that is I'm fast. But if what you really want to know is about how to deal with your youngest child, and I've covered everything else in the half an hour, but that you're uh, going to leave them. Ah, she was lousy. She did not tell me. Anything. Right. Right. So it's, you know, and I don't count that if someone says, no, I just want you to tell me something. I hand them their money back and say, I'm sorry, that's not how I work. And I send them off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So how does someone know what a fair, a fair mm-hmm. payment is to give to a psychic or, and if they do want their money back, you know,
1: what do you right. do? I've got a couple of chapters called "Pay Fair to Play Fair" about that. Okay. And psychics can run thousands of dollars to ten bucks in Jackson Square, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Look at our how long we've been reading. Look at our qualifications. Are we mm-hmm. paper trained? Do we have certificates? Things like that. And you will find someone in your in your price point. Reading for half a century, certified terra master in books, radio, television. Yeah, I'm more expensive than Jackson Square in New Orleans, but I price my work so that it is not out of reach of most people. Now, mm-hmm. when to get your money back? This is important. If you're sitting with a psychic who says, of your four children, it's your youngest who's going to take care of you in your old age, and you're postmenopausal and childless, they are not connecting. You have a right to say, "Excuse me, Madam Huha, but everything you're saying is factually incorrect. We're not connecting. I'd like my money back, please. Yeah. If they're good, they'll give it to you. Yeah. We have a right not to read for you. If you sat down and said, "I want to know where my husband is sleeping with his mistress," that's remote spying, and I wouldn't do it. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. So yeah, but we do deserve to get paid. Things that we hear all the time about payment well you're not doing anything right now why don't you read me for half price can me and my girlfriend come in and we just pay for one reading um i really want a reading but i don't have the money and they stare at you do a free reading for me and if you're good i'll tell all my friends and they will come tomorrow right what do you mean you won't read me for free you're not very spiritual right now you take all of that and you put it in normal things to the hairdresser you're not doing anything right now. Cut me for less. Yeah. Uh, to the plumber, can you fix my sink and put in a dishwasher for the same price? Uh, to a restaurant, cater my party for 20. And if you're good, everyone will come see you. And my favorite, oh, you're a doctor and you won't cure me for free. You just want me to get sick and die, don't you? Yeah. And people yeah. look at me when I use those examples and say, are you crazy? I said, same thing. Yeah. A professional is a professional. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still your time and energy. So, and, and rookies have to charge, right? Don't be afraid of charging. This is your life, your business, your your concentration. You're allowed yeah. to charge. Doesn't yeah, make you less spiritual. It's really
0: hard that society is like you know, it's spiritual, mm-hmm. so you can't you can't charge for that. So, is it intentional? Does it come on and off? Are you walking down the street and all of a sudden you get a message from someone's mother?
1: Nope, I have an agreement with my guides. My sign is either open or closed. Oh, okay. If you sit down with me and there's an energy exchange of money or there's a barter, you bring me a chicken or it's pro bono and I've chosen to do this, we're great. But what you talk about is a big danger of drive-by psychic shootings. <laughs> um, And the perfect example is the Long Island Medium. Yeah. They have a picture. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. in Wegmans feeling up the cantaloupes and she goes, your Aunt Dora, she says you have a bald tire in the back and you're going to die in a week if you don't get it fixed. Right. She's telling you walks away. That is so false. That is so false. Number one, all of her PR people go out and look at all the Wegmans on Long Island and choose one. Then they interview a lot of people and have them sign model releases and then it's rehearsed You know, six times. But when rookies see that and think that's how it's supposed to go, it's not.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, if if someone comes up to you that you don't know from Adam's house cat and says, I have a message from spirit for you and you don't want to hear it. You just say, no, I do not want this message. And if they push, you get the store manager and you get them out for harassment. Yeah. But the yeah. thing is, this happens at psychic fears too, especially with new healers. Mm. I'm at my desk for 11 hours and, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, I have a neck ache. And little dancing raccoon comes up to me and says, I know some Reiki, let me help. No, thank you. No, really, I can. I prefer not. Just let me get out of my face. Right. You're not very love and light, are you? Well, you didn't listen, (laughs)
0: right? Yeah, I'm
1: from New York, honey. Don't don't expect lollipops from me. Yeah. Boom. So, but that's a danger because when people do that, that's when people are scared of us. And these days, what they're scared of, they attack.
0: Mm, It's true. That's true. So if someone were to buy your book and open it up, anything you want them to know about it before they open it? Yes, I'm not God and I'm not
1: infallible. Take what is useful. If you find yourself laughing, that does not offend me. Humor is wonderful. And no, you don't have to have a reading with me when you're done. Though so of course you're welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Anything that you wish the other people in the industry would stop or start doing?
1: We are all in this together, my darlings. There are 8 billion people in the world and we can't read them all. Yeah. There is room for all of us and we need the Look, I'm 68. I'll be dead in 30 years. I need to raise the next generation up because when I'm gone, yeah, I'll probably just change my sign and be a spirit guide, but I won't be reading again here. So let's raise the next generation to do the right work, keep their ego out of the way, but value themselves, who they are. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the best thing we can do.
0: So, so you said, uh, I just have to ask now, what about yeah. fortune telling or future telling? Is that, um, okay. what do you feel about that?
1: Well, that takes away free will and that sets you up. Oh, I know you want to start a business, but there's a blockage $600 candle you want to buy. No. <laughs> so for instance, this is where our life experience comes in. I was an executive recruiter for years. I help people get six figure jobs. Yeah. So if you came to me and said, I'd really like to open up a new crystal shop, I would not flip a couple of cards and go, wait until August and fire the second redhead. What the hell? Tarot, a card for you, a card for a partner in the business, a card for the energy around it. Brick and mortar location, clients, competition, marketing, staff, finances, what you need to know in best possible outcome. That gives you all of the energy and helps empower you. Now, what about the, does Bruce love me? You, Bruce, the relationship, what I see in best possible uh, outcome. If you say, I still don't know what to do, the three threes. Three cards for status quo, if you just bumble along three cards for the come to Jesus meeting and it's serious counseling and three cards for hospital. Bye-bye, it's been nice, I'm leaving. Now, I don't care if the leaving thing has the Beetlejuice sign. I have to zip it because Mm -hmm. they've been given three options and they must decide. The only exception is if they tell me they've been hit, gaslit, battered, or they're afraid. Then the turban comes off and the pastoral collar comes on and I help them figure out how to leave. Uh huh. Uh huh. But other than that,
0: it's free will. Yeah, yeah. I can remember actually when I, I knew I needed to leave my husband, and I went to palm readers and rune readers, and I, you know, I, I knew what the answer was. I just didn't want to do it.
1: So yeah. there was fear. Now, sometimes there are things that we see that they don't like to hear. Yeah. Um. Uh, there was a woman in Kitchener, and I saw that. She was probably going to take a border in and she might want to sell her house after that. And she looks at me, and she says, you suck. And she gets up and walks away. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> Who's the next person, first person in my chair the next time I'm up there? And she goes, last time I said, you sucked. I said, yes, I remember. Yeah. Because you told me I was going to take in a border and then I was going to want to sell my house. And I thought that was all bull. But my daughter got pregnant and moved home. And now I'm going to sell my house to raise my grandson. And I still don't like you, but I want to know what else you see. Don't <laughs> shoot the messenger. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. All right. And, and one last thing then, I mean, this has been a pleasure, but is there, is there something you want everyone to know either about being a psychic medium
1: or just in life? What would you like everyone to know? Yep. There are three important questions to ask yourself. All right. And if you learn how to use this, you may not need us as often as you think. (laughs) First question is what am I X about? X is depressed, angry, scared, worried, whatever. Why am I X about that? Mm. And the question we never ask ourselves, what do I think would happen if I stopped being X about that? Mm. You can change your beliefs in a moment. You don't need us to tell you what the stars are saying. You're in charge of your own life.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's right. Powerful. Powerful. Well, Corby, I want to thank you for being on the show today. Very entertaining. Very interesting. Before, before we go, though, can you just for the people driving in their car right now, where can they find you? Oh, Karen, they can't
1: avoid me. Number one, <laughs> you go to my website, corbymitlide.com You can find me on Facebook, Corby Mitlide at Fire Through Spirit. You can find me Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, Medium, and Patreon, all Corby Mitlide.
0: Fantastic! All right, and of course I'll put those all in the show notes. So, thank you so much, and uh, have a good, good week, good weekend, good year. Thank you. Thank you. This was great fun. All right, bye bye. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to RevKarenPodcast dot com. That's R E V k-a-r-e-n podcast.com. There you're going to find the tools for finding more meaning and happiness in your own life. Plus, if you have a story that you want to share with me, either on or off the air, be sure to look for that form. Make sure you follow me so you get notified when new episodes drop. And also, I'd love to connect with you in my Facebook group, Connectedness with Rev Karen. So head over to revkarenpodcast.com. I hope to see you there.